This program is presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Good afternoon and welcome to the At Home Show on 99.7 and 14.50 WHTC. We'll bring you the latest trends and tips to improve where you live with leaders in the home improvement industry. The At Home Show is presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. And now, here's your host of the At Home Show, Mark Vandenbosch. And welcome to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Your host, Mark Vandenbosch, with you again today. And I'm so glad that you've joined us. You know, there's always a lot of things happening in the building industry 2021 is no different, and today's show is all about sharing information that will help you, whether you're a homeowner looking at projects here this coming year, or you're a professional, a builder, a remodeler. Our show today focuses on the supply side of our industry, and really, we're taking a 30,000-foot view on the industry we're doing it with a longtime guest and a wealth of knowledge, John Colley, Director of Purchasing over at Zealand Lumber and Supply. John, thanks for joining us again today. Thanks for having me here, Mark. You know, and a lot is going on. You know, I alluded to that. John, we didn't think we'd be talking about the things that we're talking about right now as it relates to 2021. We thought, hey, 2020 had enough challenges of its own. We're coming into the year with with some supply-side challenges that probably will be with us for the next six months. Yeah, certainly. Nobody really expected uh, 2021 to start off quite this way, but the signs were certainly in place. Um, you know, years of underbuilding, and we've had uh, low interest rates and a lot of capacity constraints on the production side, and it's really kind of fueled that market right back up to the top of uh, – where we had seen last year. You know, and for those of us in the Midwest, the weather has, dare I say, been somewhat balmy. Yes, certainly. They're they're still able to uh, dig holes and uh, put foundations in. And, um, you know, the market overall could probably uh, really use a good snowstorm to cool it down a little bit. (laughs) I'm not going to name names, but there have been some suppliers and even some some builders that have said, hey, that that would actually do some good here because it has been, we've been on on kind of a warp speed go here for the last eight to nine months. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, or you're listening to the podcast, again, you can get the podcast on WHTC. Go to the podcast tab and then toggle down to the at-home show where we bring you the latest and greatest in the housing industry. Our host today is John Colley. He's the Director of Purchasing at Zealand Lumber and Supply. And, you know, John, your role kind of has a an oversight over all of the product categories that we sell and we go to market with. And I, I think it's a good time to kind of migrate to breaking down each one of those categories and share with our listeners, you know, what are the current conditions? 
how does that affect you as a consumer, as a professional in our industry, not only now, short term, but also kind of long term as we look at the entire year of 2021. Do you want to start with, with forest products? Does that sound yeah, good, sure. John? <laughs> forest products are great. <laughs> That's what they say is we have sawdust in our veins. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, the the forest products are really broken down by species and, and location. And we, we do a lot of southern yellow pine from the south. We, we do a lot of uh, eastern and western spruce from Canada. And uh, eastern and western spruce is a market where there's a, a decrease in supply due to uh, it, what has previously been an increase in, in cuts, which is now getting reduced due to beetle kill uh, wood and some of the some of the issues that were in the Pacific North, Northwest. So that market basically decreasing decreasing supply, and we've got better than anticipated demand. The markets continue to be really strong. Uh, pricing is at all-time highs with other factors such as uh, tariffs and transportation issues that we run into this time of year. So big picture, you know, kind of high pricing out of the Pacific Northwest regions. The south um, is really a little bit of a different function. The southern yellow pine coming out of the south is plagued by all kinds of production uh, issues. Well, COVID hitting factories, closing them down, um, not getting enough employees in, not being able to produce enough board footage per shift um, when they're when they're making products, um, you know the the not being able to get enough logs out of the woods even in some cases, and particularly affecting some of the high grade components that are in pretty strong demand as well as long as. Uh, Long lengths, some of the some of the items that that are uh, tough to come across um, in normal circumstances. You know, John, as you talk about that, I couldn't I couldn't help but try to put myself in the mind of some of our listeners. And one thing that you talked about was high pricing. And and, and I don't think our conversation today is about fear factor at, at any by any means. However, it's about managing expectations. And if you are a homeowner or a professional builder, uh, the reality right now is, is the pricing is at a higher level. What can, how can we continue to educate our listeners as it relates to that both now and, and what to expect going forward? Yeah, now the pricing, you know, we expect it as, as production comes back to normal, that we expect long term it's probably going to come down a little bit. But, you know, the, the other factor that's into it is interest rates. Interest rates are uh, tied to the 10-year T-note, and the 10-year T-note, um, it, it really is affected by bigger picture things that we don't have any control over, you know, quantitative easing and what the government's doing with stimulus checks and that kind of thing. The Fed has to offset their balance sheet, and when they do that, it, they have to sell securities on the market, which drives that note down. So ultimately, the big, the you know, the markets are looking at the T note and the long term, that you know, impact on some of the financials that that they consider it's not going to change much in the next two years. So, so the long and the short is, as good interest rates look like they're going to stay around for the next few years. On the 
the COVID-related factors, those we anticipate that's going to ease up as we're getting the, the vaccines out and people are able to produce, as long as there's not a big uh, increase in, in uh, different strains that, you know, may end up being, uh, you know, antibiotic, the antibody uh, um, resistant. Then, then I, you know, I think we'll we'll start to see that manufacturing pick back up again. But we'll, it's going to take some time to get back to that level that's supplying a market that's fueled, you know, this much with with all those low interest rates. Two other things that I was thinking of while you were talking was, in the past, exports to China, you know, where we're sending a bunch of wood, there has played a factor in it, and then. When I talk to professionals, as well as you know, you talk to builders. This whole idea, or the the tariff, mm-hmm. is part of the conversation. Can you unpack those two a little bit for our listeners? Yeah, th- there's there's a couple things on the tariff. There's an allowable cut that that's part of the um, equation on the pricing side of it, and that is really uh, it, it's really a, a function of log costs that the provincial governments in Canada give them. And that, that fluctuates with what the average cost of the, the product is. But then there's actually a tariff, and the tariff um, is basically what the U.S. has put on Canadian imports due to what they consider unfair um, subsidizing of the market. And that was actually reduced. To the, most of the, the general uh, courts have, have ruled on it and said that the, the there's no justification for some of the tariffs, at least in this current administration. And the general thought is is uh, we'll we'll see the effects of that maybe a little farther down the road as well. And then real quickly before we go to break, anything to that export to to China? Are they taking wood from from North America, or is that coming from other regions? Uh, they they'll continue to export. Canada will particularly pretend you know still export into into other nations, um, and China is one of those as well. China can get logs from uh, North America, or they can get them from uh, Russia as well. And Europe is is uh, coming online as as being a exporter of uh, of of logs as well. So between those three three hot spots, they, they really um, you know they bounce back around and they tend to be a little bit more of a, um, a pricing bottom feeder. I, I guess I'd say they they try to try to go to the wherever the lowest cost producer is. Yeah, some fantastic information. You'll want to stay with us because we're going to talk further about the forest product side, and then we're going to segue into the building product side of things. So a lot of information coming at you. Stay with us. We'll be right back on the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. Welcome back to the At Home Show here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. We're so glad that you're stay, you've stayed with us or maybe you're joining us right now. 
We're with John Colley, who's the director of purchasing at Zealand Lumber and Supply, and our conversation today is a relevant one. It is all about what's happening in the building industry as it relates to the supply challenges. This is all due to <laughs> some demand, which I say is better problems for all of us. We ended the first segment talking about the dimensional lumber side of things and some great content there. If you missed it, go to whtc.com, check out the at home show podcast. You'll want to listen to that as it's a, it's a lot of information. We're going to continue that conversation, John, and this segment's going to unpack kind of the OSB panel side of the market. We're going to talk about engineered wood products. Then we're going to do a blitz through the building product side of things. Again, we want to share information for you, whether you're a homeowner, a professional, and you have projects that are coming up here in 2021. All right, John, let's go to the panel side of things. What's happening in that area? Yeah, well, you know, it it's kind of follows the same storyline as, as the dimensional lumber, except it's probably a little more advanced you know the, the issues are a little more advanced because there's so much more uh, production that's involved with engineered wood products I mean they're taking a product instead of just taking a tree and cutting it into pieces they're taking a tree and they're peeling the bark and they're grinding it up and then they're uh, positioning it in the right way and they're spraying it with adhesives and they're running it into a press and there's there's, the process is just a lot greater. So the problems that they're having on the on just processing just raw lumber um, really come more to light when you're dealing with EWP problems. And they're, they're struggling with production. They're, they're really, almost every major manufacturer is on some form of allocation. And the allocation in our market, uh, in most markets in general, is, is one that's based off of last year's usage. So when you've got increased sales and you've got an allocated amount of material coming at you that's based off of less sales, you can you can get the picture in your head that that you know there's going to be some product shortages along the way. OSB is is a a big area where we're seeing concerns, but also in the I joists, uh, which are part of the floor systems, the uh, LVLs, which are uh, part of the beam structure systems, and LSL, which is kind of the same thing, beam structures. And then even some of the simple items like you would take for granted of never um, not being able to find, you know, rim joist for the uh, floor systems is, is really, um, it's, it's uh, hard to come by in the market where there's any extra capacity. Yeah, and, and that is a challenge that's throughout the supply chain. And, and by that, I would say it's not even the challenges that, for example, one of our partners, LP Building Solutions, has. It's not their manufacturing products, but it's even down the, ch the channel there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, and it isn't just one manufacturer. It's all of them. This is the entire uh, manufacturing um or all the manufacturing organizations in the country. Yeah, and it's the raw ingredients that mm -hmm. go into the the product that LP yeah, is producing certainly. that they can't get, right? Yeah, the, the glue. They can't get the, the resin that they need to to glue the the wood pieces together, and that, that essentially shuts them right down. 
So before we go to the roofing and siding and decking categories, as well as some some cabinetry and interior products, what does all of what we've talked about mean for our listeners on the the forest product side of things? How do they how do you plan? What what do you expect? Uh, talk a little bit about that, John. Yeah, well, there's certainly some. Uh extended lead times if there there's something particularly that you're you know you just can't live without but um otherwise it's you know we're, we're just making a lot of substitutions trying to use a product that's equivalent or, or similar you know um where we can't get lsl studs well then maybe we'll use a finger jointed stud something that's uh still engineered and so, still uh designed to be straight and true but, um, it, you know, it, it might have a few limited capacities with it, but it's, uh, you know, a great alternative. And um, just, you know, overall being flexible, you know, sometimes you can use solid sawn lumber where you were using engineered or, um, you know, taking, taking uh, smaller pieces and putting them together into one by following the nailing structure, the adhesive structure on it. There's, there's a lot of alternatives. It's just kind of keeping an open mind and... Uh, um, being able to flow through it. You know, and that's certainly something that all of us <laughs> have had to learn to do just in life, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and yeah. now it's obviously manifesting itself on, on, on this side as well. You had mentioned something there that I think is important, is, is that you and your team are very active in looking for solutions when there are bottlenecks in supply. I mean, I think that's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, a daily ritual. Right. And communication is hard. And I I will say that, you know, that's one of our goals, again, on this show is to communicate the conditions in construction so that you can be successful, again, whether you're a homeowner or a professional. John, let's turn our attention now to some of the building product categories in our industry. And certainly we sell a bunch of these types of, of products, you're doing your roofing and siding and windows and doors and, and, and the like. Let's start with roofing. That's something that we've actually talked about even this week with some of the key suppliers that are out there. Yeah, r- roofing again, uh, manufacturing on allocation. Uh, it's, it's flowing, but it's not flowing uh, the way that it normally would. And it's going to be it's probably going to be later in the year before it really uh, starts to to come back to where it should be. And the issues are is you know with, with production related problems, the the manufacturers uh, have not been able to build any safety stock, which is a pretty common practice in manufacturing where they've got some extra material to ship should they get influxes and in orders. But uh, Right now, everything that they're producing, they're selling and they're moving out the door. Um, but it doesn't give it like a retailer like us an opportunity to build a whole lot of extra inventory or have extra inventory sitting around waiting for somebody to call and buy it. And so, uh, a key to success in this area is is really uh, as much communication as you can. Uh, if you can narrow it down to two or three colors instead of just one. There's going to be some oddball colors that are out there on the market that are going to be pretty tough to find. Right. And you alluded to to this whole safety stock idea, right? And that's something that 
was an issue or is in was a challenge i guess out of covid like when we had it about a year ago so many manufacturers basically took their safety stock and didn't have any and today we're still living with that decision that was 12 months ago yeah certainly and it certainly makes sense right i mean nobody knew how this was going to develop all right let's talk a little bit uh, about decking right Uh, you mentioned allocation Mm -hmm. we had ryan Connolly on here a week ago talking about trek specifically which we joked a little bit about the 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 swear word i guess if you will (laughs) the allocation (laughs) which again i don't think it's a bad thing no and honestly this is for for us it evens our evens our inventory out a little bit It, it helps us uh keep things going you know but same thing production related delays and um you know oddball stuff might be a little you know an odd color might be tough because they're they're concentrating on the on the the main colors but again a key to success is just you know give us as much notice as you can and what you're looking for and be flexible yeah and be flexible and consider other colors and options you know that same message is true talking about windows and exterior doors vinyl window in particular if you're looking for a vinyl window product you've got to expect anywhere from 8 to 12 weeks on getting that product we are going to run out of time here right and so <laughs> a takeaway or two john as we kind of land the plane here uh yeah really uh i guess uh, curb your expectations um you know, expect a little bit of a longer lead time and, and possibly, you know, delays, some substitutions, you know, if, if the product's not going to be the one you want um, and really uh, j- just be flexible. Plan ahead, right? Mm-hmm. And and better problems. Yes. Yeah, I would say that our industry, the, the future is bright. A nice runway in front of us and an amazing industry to be a part of. John, thanks for being a part of the At Home Show today. Thanks for having me, Mark. And thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in each and every week on the At Home Show. Have a safe and happy afternoon, everyone. The At Home Show has been presented by Zealand Lumber and Supply. Build. Trust. Be sure to visit our website at whtc.com where you can listen or download this and other past programs at your convenience for free in the podcast tab. Join us next week for another edition of the At Home Show on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC, a presentation of Midwest Communications.